Welcome, welcome, welcome. You are now in Ray's Juke Joint. The lights are on, drinks are flowing, and I'm here as always with my two favorite people in the whole world who just so happened to have on the same team's jersey today for some odd reason. One of them has the, the, the quarterback, the other one has the one that catches all the touchdowns. I'm with Eric, who's wearing his Travis Kelsey jersey, and I'm with Elise, who's wearing her Patrick Mahomes jersey. Uh, for whatever reason, these guys are choosing to, to wear their Kansas City jerseys. How y'all feeling today? <laughs> Good. And can't believe you put me on blast like that. But uh, no, uh, I put on Patrick Mahomes because uh, I like Patrick Mahomes. And he's like one of the first people I saw play live, like in person. So that was pretty cool. But uh, I didn't know Eric was going to wear Travis, Travis Kelsey. So this was totally unplanned. I did not. We did not plan that. Just, and I, I don't know about that. <laughs> I mean, I got be. my black hat on though. I got yeah, my black. It could. Hat. It could be. It could be unplanned because Eric. Eric is known for putting his Kelsey jersey on, so it might have not been planned. But maybe you knew subconsciously he would throw his Kelsey jersey on on a football Sunday. I, I just I just throw on a jersey on football Sunday. I don't really care who it is at this rate. <laughs> it's usually yeah. bears, but all my bear stuff is dirty anyway, so I have to clean it off. Yeah, gotta do laundry. How you doing, I, Eric? I could have threw on I could have threw on my Fields High School jersey, but I said I'll leave that for next week. That's what's up. How you feeling, Eric? I know it's doing good, buddy. Doing good. Sunday, right? Game day, NFL football. Yeah, good day of uh, college football yesterday. Oh, yeah. we're yeah. gonna get into that. We're gonna get into yeah. that. Before we get started, and don't get too excited because I got some words for you and your fucking team. Um, yeah. Which one? <laughs> don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> don't, don't worry about it. Um, so just before we get started, I, I just want to send a shout out, a special shout out of, of to a to a great guy, one of my favorite people in the whole world, my battle buddy. Um, Kevin, who, uh, I mean, really made it uh, last Sunday special when I attended my first home Bears game against the Lions. Uh, Kevin went above and beyond anything I can expect from a friend. And he really uh, showed um, a lot of love to me. And and I'm, I'm grateful for the experience that he allotted me by, you know, treating me to a game. So thank you, Kevin. Uh, thank you, Greg and uh, Trey. Uh, at the tailgate, uh, Greg, especially you, fucking scumbag. Love you, big guy. You, 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 you the man. Uh, I don't even know how much more to say about you. You just, you just that dude, man. You know, you, you, you have a, a, a big place in my heart. Um, and then Justin, I, you know, nephew. I, I can't, I can't, I can't wait to have you on, uh, on, on the juke joint real soon. But, um, uh, you, you know, you know how much I love you, man. So I ain't even gonna go into that. And then, and then Asinine coming I down. I thought it Justin was, a, was still on the... On the what? I thought he was still on the do not serve list. That's a good oh. one. I thought he was... <laughs> nah. I thought his picture was still behind the bar. And he's still behind the bar. See this gentleman do not serve. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, we're going to we gonna have to lift that. We're going to have to lift that for the one time when he comes and, 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 and appears on the stage. But right. uh, right. Asinine right. came oh, through. Line, line. Yeah, we're gonna bring him on. He yeah. put me on blast. He put me on blast the other day, and I feel remind me bad. to call in sick that day. 
All right, we'll do. I'll make sure HR gets the uh, <laughs> gets the notice. But he just all the scumbags that was at the game and at the tailgate with the CHGO crew. Um, it was a fun time. I couldn't have asked for a better day. Um, got there early, enjoyed the whole day. It was cold, but it wasn't because it was a lot of good times and laughs and good food. And we just had a good time. We had a good game. I mean, it was a damn good game. You saw what happened. Uh, Justin, yeah, just cease too. Oh, we had, yeah, yeah, yeah. We had really good seats right behind the goal line, um, uh, the goal post, I should say. And um, yeah, it was good. It was good. I enjoyed it. I mean, it was, I, like I said, I couldn't have asked for a better day uh, than I had last Sunday. Um, coming off a lot of, um, a lot of uh, bad, not, I won't say bad days, just trying days that I had in the last uh, two months. So it's been good. That was great. Thank you, Kevin, again. Thank you, all you scumbags, for coming over there. And uh, checking us out and hanging out with us, and you know, a lot of pictures and stuff. So, good times. Um, so, now that we got that shit out the way, um, Eric, I'm gonna start with you and your Iowa Hawkeyes pulling out a win up to Minnesota. That was kind of rough. Yeah, another uh, not pretty game, but defense did it again. Felt bad for Jack Campbell. He kind of got hosed on that last touchdown, did a great job returning it. He did. Blew it dead, even though he was still in bounds on, on the sideline there. But yeah, uh, undefeated November for like three or four straight years now. Like it's just Iowa football. It's just better as the season goes on normally, and uh, we actually control our own destiny now um, in the West. Uh, Got to beat Nebraska, which we actually play on Black Friday. Play on Friday. So oh, that, yeah. Ooh. Ooh. I didn't know that. Yeah, I thought it was like a Saturday. Our, I thought it was a Saturday game. That's a, n- a new little tradition with Nebraska. We always, they, they actually Thanksgiving morning or whatever. You know, they have a handful of college football games. We're always one of them. That's on that morning. You gonna go, Eric? Yeah, you heading over to Cornhusker Land or what? I, uh, I'm actually. It's funny you said that. I'm actually working on a couple of buddies. No, I, if it was if it was in Nebraska, I'd go for sure. Because Lincoln's only an hour from me. Iowa City is actually like four hours. Uh-huh. So it's like it's a matter of whether or not we'd rather it's track the other way. It's in Iowa. It's in Iowa. Uh, so, okay. But we're talking about maybe going up Thursday night after every, we do the family stuff for Thanksgiving that me and a couple of buddies okay. might go. I mean, it's a it's a big game. Yeah, that's it's a big game. It's a big game and the weather's not going to be miserable. Like, I'm not going to travel to put on all the clothes and freeze and tailgate and go through all that. It ain't worth all that. I'll watch it on my big screen in my house. But I mean, the weather's going to be normal. Yeah, uh, so it's going to be like, good next, uh, next Friday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So we're... we're we're talking about going. Talking about going. Okay, and um, so the, that'll be fun. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be good. Um, that leads us right into the other point because you mentioned the Big Ten West, and uh, yeah. my 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 team is in that in that division, and Elise has a a, a stake on that team too. But you know, we're not going to talk about that because she was rooting against the fight in the line yesterday because of her allegiance to uh university of michigan football um at least you want to talk about that game because i'm I, i'm not really prepared right now to, <laughs> to, to go okay to be fair i wasn't i wasn't rooting against illinois i only started doing that when people started you know you know getting on the refs and all that and yada yada people started tagging me and stuff but um yeah, it, it was a close game and I and I was actually joking with my mom yesterday before 
before the game came on. I'm like, I feel like this is a trap game for Michigan because I feel like they're looking ahead to Ohio State. They're not really, you know, they're, they're going to come into the game like, eh, all right, it's Illinois, you know. Let's get to next week. And so they 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 kind of took their foot off the gas. And then when they went down, they're like, oh shit, we got to play this team for real and and everything else. And so they're like, oh okay. <laughs> uh, so you know, yes, a couple calls went went Michigan's way that were definitely questionable, like that pass interference where um, McCarthy throws to I think it was uh, Shoemaker. Uh, where he was uh, double covered by Witherspoon, and I forget the other dude's name. Um, that was kind of a jank call. That was weak. But it put him up. It gave him a 15-yard penalty, so it moved Moody closer to a closer field goal, even though he could have kicked it at 54 yards because that's like his long or whatever. But it moved him closer and essentially put him at like a 30-something yarder. Yeah, he kicked that, and that was pretty much the game after that. So. Um, it was back and forth. I knew it was going to be close, though, because I'm like, both defenses are really good. Um, it's going to matter which defense, you know, forces more turnovers. So uh, Illinois played a really good game. They got about three or four, I would say, defensive players that are definitely going to be in that. Oh, yeah. Zone. And they was, laying that, they, they was out there laying that wood yesterday. They was laying that wood. They, they. Yeah. Whew. It was, that, that was okay. a hard-hitting them, big them receivers, game right was, them receivers was flying. Them receivers was fl- like, them corners would come up, bam! You'd hear a, a loud hit. So it, it was wild. It was so a good gonna, game. So are we just not going to talk about the last drive? We're not going to talk the about last that. drive. That's what I was talking about. The pass interference that shouldn't have been called. No, that no, no. I'm talking the about game. the fucking pick, the pick play, where the 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 wide receiver's been all over Twitter. I put it. I put it in the chat. The wide receiver basically blocked. His guys didn't, twelve yards didn't, down the field. Didn't, didn't basically. Oh, he did, did block him. He did block him. He blocked him 12, 12 yards down the damn field, and then they threw a little rub route. Yeah. It's on third down, and and got the first down because of this freaking block. You telling me you didn't see it at least? I I I okay. Real talk. I was streaming it on my phone because I had to take an emergency trip to Indy yesterday. So the signal was in and out, so I probably missed that. But I saw the video on Twitter, and I'm just like, it's over at this rate. Like, let it go. Yeah, it's, it's over. It's over. It's over. You it know, is. Like, but, but at the same time. That's not going to change. You know what else we can just say, too, is like, and we can just be honest, because we owe it to the people to be honest. Michigan has no business being in the fucking college football playoff conversation. They no. do not. That team is not a top five team. And I was yeah, going okay. there too. Yeah, yeah well, okay. After what you watched yesterday okay. at home? I'm not, at home I, what you it was a game. Ohio State struggled too. You're not saying that about Ohio State? They put up 30-some points and won by like Still, they struggled though with Maryland. Stop it. Stop it. We ain't doing that. They didn't TCU struggle. Was too. They didn't struggle. Let's not do this. No, Baylor's good. The undefeated yeah, is undefeated home. at they the end of the day. Hey, hey, at least when you got to steal, steal two field goals to beat Illinois at home. Okay, you have and steal. a win's a win, is it not? A win's a win, is not. How many? How many losses we got in the steal. loss column? They won. Zero. You have zero. You have zero. zero. One. Okay, then. Okay, then. That's the. <laughs> point. And then here's the thing, like like we Eric got, is saying, they don't belong. We got less losses in Alabama. We'll can stop. I can right. I can I ask you guys a question? So so yeah. So since we're here, uh, Iowa controls their destiny. They play Nebraska. Illinois plays Northwestern. Yep. Um, 
So if 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 Iowa wins, they win the Big Big Ten West again, another year. Um, if Illinois wins, um, you know, then we get it. So pretty happy about that. But uh, Michigan Ohio State is next week, and that is going to be oh, a yeah. huge, huge, huge game. So let's talk Big Ten West first. That's Eric, how you seeing next week uh, playing out for your Hawkeyes? You think they're going to put up points? Are they gonna play Padilla finally the last game of the year or no? Oh, God. no. Please. We ain't gonna move them. I mean, not not that we won five or six in a row. Now we're not for sure not gonna move. Them. Um. Yeah. No. I mean, Nebraska is. Everybody has their own different rivals, and especially if you live in the state of Iowa, because in the middle of the state, it's the Cyclones. In the north part of the state, it's Minnesota, because Iowa boards Minnesota on there. If you get to like Iowa City and beyond, it's Illinois. It always has been because Chicago's not very far away. You know, but if you get in the West, there's one game you don't want to lose. All three of our channels are Nebraska, Omaha News. Our newspapers are Omaha World Herald. Oh, the last no. thing you want to do is you want to blow to Nebraska. So like not only is the game enough to win the West, it's just to shut them up for a year. You gotta be the Hornhuskers. Like I wouldn't care if we were two and nine at this point. You can't lose to Nebraska. You just can't. So I'm hoping they get it done on Friday. Yeah, and I'm not too worried about Illinois coming up here to um, to uh, Chicago and getting a win. Um, they should be very motivated to get back on track with the win. They've lost three straight to some bums, and uh, you know. And then yesterday, I know you're watching your tone when you said that. I'm just saying they they lost three three straight to some bums. And you, I, you better watch your tone. I know okay. you. I know you lying. And then, and then, <laughs> I know you and, lying. Then, and then Purdue got screwed yesterday. You see Purdue get screwed yesterday? I, I misunderstood the game. What happened? Listen, the linebacker got an interception. He ran it back for a touchdown. They called it back because uh-huh. he high stepped while he was running. Really? Yeah. No. No. Yeah, phony taunting thing. Swear to God. Are you serious? They said excessive high stepping on his way wow. to the end zone. They Excessive it. high stepping. Yeah, they, wow. they called Iowa running backs for that a couple years ago too. It's like, wow. Like, let the let the kids play. Let the kids Excessive play. Excessive high stepping. I've never. Wow. That's wow. I mean, so it, it is what it is. So, like I said, we'll see what happens next Saturday. Um, you know, we got uh, Iowa, Nebraska, Illinois, Northwestern to determine the Big Ten West Championship, but. Uh, well, you guys game. will know on saying that. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll know Friday. Yeah, you'll you'll know on Saturday going in whether it's for the West or not, depending on what happens on Friday. That's true. Good. We, yeah. Oh, but if it, if we both win, y'all get y'all still win it though, right? I got the tiebreaker. If we win, it's over. But if we yeah. lose, if you guys will have a chance to win, yeah. Okay. All yeah. Right. That's what I thought. Yeah. Um, and then Elise. Uh, mm-hmm. Is that game house. Saturday night? When's the Michigan game? Saturday night. It's not in the big house. It's Saturday night, and at the, it's at the horseshoe. Ugh, it's at the horseshoe. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. God, it's supposed to snow, I think, too. Uh, so that'll be nice again. Um, yeah, everybody and their mom's gonna be at that game. Uh, it's at seven thirty. I think. I think that's where college game day is going too. I think. I think that's where they're going. So. Yeah, we got Ohio State. Winner is uh, in the playoffs and plays probably Iowa in the Big Ten Championship game. Wouldn't that be beautiful if we got him again? Um, 
and then uh, lose or your season's over. That's pretty much what it means. So, um, you know, credit to Michigan though, because I'll be I'll be honest, I didn't expect them to go undefeated this year. Uh, uh, at this point, where they are at this point of the season, I did not. You, um, you didn't think playing teams like Hawaii, Connecticut, and stuff. You didn't think they didn't. They didn't. They didn't. You, you, you were nervous about those. You were nervous. No, about I was. No, I was. Playing no, a women's was, basketball school at UConn. No, I was nervous. No, I was nervous about teams like Penn State and like Iowa and like teams like that. Like I didn't, you know, I didn't expect us to be that good this year. You know. Um, I was expecting two, maybe three losses, um, if I'm being honest. So, you know, and, and then when I saw how good Illinois this was this year, I'm like, mm, we might lose that game too. So, you know. Um, credit to Michigan, like you said. Credit, right. Credit to them for, you know, you know, kind of, I guess, quote unquote, proving everyone wrong. And plus, I had a guaranteed loss to Michigan State because Jim Harbaugh had never beat Michigan State at his tenure there. So, you know, that too. So it's just like, you know, good for them. Um, I'm not going to lie. I don't think they beat Ohio State this year. We'll see. Um, you know, you they got to guess. Hold. You guys want to guess the point spread? Oh, no. Ten? What is it? Ten? Yeah. Nine and a half. Nine and a half. Nine and a half. Nine and a half. Yeah. That's, that's about right. Yeah. That's about yeah. right. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, you know. I mean, but I think, Michigan's, I think Michigan's secondary is not good enough to keep up with those two wide receivers. I think their yeah. Shroud is going to really, you know, just cut them up with Harrison and, and Jackson Smith and Jigba. It's just going to be. I don't know. We we got them. We got them last year, and they had way better receivers last year. No, I don't think so. Yeah, they Wilson and Olave. Stop it. Yeah, they yeah, did. I mean, I, yeah. Yeah, they did. They yeah. definitely did. <laughs> I don't know, but, but they your, your, your secondary has been as good as it was last year either, though. So, like. uh it's pretty much the same as what it was. What really was the difference last year was pass rush, but our defensive line is way better, which was is crazy to me because they weren't that great th- last year. What saved that team last year was Hutchinson. Oh, no, I Jabba thought y'all lost y'all's uh, starting safety from last year to the draft. The dude with the bangles. Yeah. Is he? Uh, yeah. I forget his name. Yeah, the dude with the bangles. Yeah, he was our starting. He was one of them. The other dude came back though. Right, he's still there. I was, I was thinking about the, the, the yeah, yeah, one of the safe. The other one, I know you're talking about. Yeah, but uh, yeah, they're not that great, no. But our defensive line is pretty good, and I think if they can get to Stroud like they did last year, they have a chance. Um, you so know. Yeah, I mean, we going we're gonna see. I think like that, Mike uh, Morris. Mike Morris was a surprise for me this year. I didn't expect him to be to be that be this good as he's been this year, and so he's been a pleasant surprise. He's been really good. So, so I'm say, hoping I'm hoping Michigan wins. I mean, if Iowa wins, I mean Michigan's the more beatable team for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's why we creamed y'all. Stop it, Eric. We we saw that yesterday. Yeah, I mean, hey, we, we creamed y'all, Eric. In the re- stop it. We creamed you y'all. You didn't, didn't cream any. Didn't cream yeah, anything. Y'all obviously don't even been watching the game. We, we creamed y'all. We literally yeah, creamed y'all. So, so let's see. Uh, let's what was see. the final score? What was the final score? Uh, thirty something, thirteen maybe. Yeah, exactly. Points, maybe. Like I said, we creamed y'all. Anyway. So real quick, we um, I got two things to go for college football, and then we are gonna hop on over to something else. Um. Uh-huh. The, it, let's just say, let's say the winner is Ohio State. What is the top four looking like going into college football playoffs? 
Ooh. Um. Number one is clearly going to be Georgia. Mm-hmm. Two would be Ohio State. Uh, three. Um. See, that's where it gets interesting because I don't know. They were talking about this yesterday. There's technically still a way. Clemson goes up, for right? Two Big Ten teams. Um, what? Clemson would move up to three, though, right? Yeah. Right. What's your record? Uh, Clemson. I'm not sure, but I know they're 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 number think, four right now. There's they're eight and one. No, they're not. TCU's four. TCU will for sure be in it, and then I don't know. USC, mm. they probably, probably let a Pac-12 team in. They're not they going to LSU. They well, I mean, that's, that's, the other, that's the other thing I was going to say is the USC game against Notre Dame on Saturday is going to be a big one, too. Um, after their comeback against yeah. UCLA. Yeah, yesterday. that's going to be a lot of big um, games this week. If LSU can beat Georgia, then that gets interesting, too. So, Where's that game at? Uh, I think it's in Georgia. I'd have to see it. See, um, Clemson's ranked number nine. It'd be hard for them to move up. Let's see, LSU. Yeah, but Tennessee lost yesterday, right? Right, Tennessee yeah. lost. Yeah. So they're out of it. Give they're up out of it. Um, that LSU Georgia game. It's in Georgia. It's at Georgia. Yeah. So mm, that's what I'm saying. It, it, these next couple games are interesting. Um, it depends on how they just shape out. I mean, at this yeah. point. Yeah, I, I would LSU, say the last spot, if you assume TCU goes out, they win. Right. The, last, the last spot is either going to be, you're right, it could be LSU if they beat Georgia, maybe. Georgia. They have or it's mm-hmm. going to be the U.S. squad. Right, it could be USC if they can uh, beat Notre Dame. So it just it just depends. Um, I don't think they're going to put – I don't think they're going to leave USC out if – they can just because they like to go. Well, they already have one loss. So, so if they yeah. lose to Notre Dame, they're pretty much then they're, they're done. Then yeah. they're done. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. that's why I say it, it. Next couple of weeks is something to keep an eye on because it'll definitely shake up the playoffs and it'll be interesting to see where everyone lands. So. Yeah. But I think if LSU can beat Georgia, I think there's no way you can leave them off. Put it that way. Yeah, I, I could see, I could see it being Georgia, LSU, Ohio State, TCU. You could see that. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, or vice. Just depends. Say that again. I said, or vice versa. Just depends. We have to, like yeah. I said, we have to see. Yeah. Um. So I mean that that's. That's going to take us out of college football talk. Uh, it's going to be very, very interesting when we record next Saturday. Now, I mean, as you were next Sunday, uh, and see exactly where we are as mm-hmm. far as the standings, the college football playoff picture, and so on and so forth. Um, and I just wanted to real quick um, touch on uh, Illinois is going to be playing Virginia today in that uh, tournament down there. They're four and zero this year. Um, I've liked the way they've looked. Um, their defense is pretty good uh, this year. I thought they would, would lose out. So the, the young kid's a difference maker for them. Um, you talking about Clark or Mayer? Yeah. Oh, Clark. Okay, yeah, yeah. Clark is yeah. Clark is good. And and I think I, that... Huh? 
I like Terrence uh, Shannon Jr., the transfer from Texas Tech. I was he's been good. Up. And he he put up 29 points the other day. Uh, he's he's just a he's a lethal yeah. uh, he, he's a lethal shooter. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's from he Chicago. He was a huge pickup for for uh, yeah. Illinois. I mean, I think that he, he wanted to get closer to home. He's six six. Yeah, he's got a burner. Um, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, the the kid went eight for nine from three, Eric, in the last game. Yeah, no, yeah. they looked good. I watched the end of the UCLA game because I watched like. The preseason predictions in the Big Ten, like nothing is further. We were talking about a little bit of chat yeah. from like what media picks and what like the saber metrics and what the analytics pick. Like, you know, everybody's on Indiana. Well, you know what? Indiana's gonna have to prove it to me once because they've been in the top three for like for like a decade. They yeah. don't ever seem to end up there. So until they right. prove anything, I ain't worried about them. But saber metric saber metric wise and analytically wise. Iowa and Illinois have been the one-two in the Big Ten. Um, right. um, uh, if, if, and what's your Ken Palm, your Hazel Matrix, your uh, Steel? So like, they've been uh, they're the one-two in the Big Ten. So yeah, no, they look good. They look good. I watch Murray's little brother popping off at Iowa. I see. Man, yeah. it's funny. Like we got both those kids, and they look exactly the same. I thought that was Keegan <laughs> Murray for a minute. I was like, who is this? Well, I they are was... twins. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, they're funny twins. We got those guys. They're twins. They're twins? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh, I thought they was. They look exactly the same. There it is. So twins, exact same age and everything. Keegan just went a year pro. Like he could have came back. How gross would I would be if Keegan went? Oh, that man, oh, that'd be crazy. <laughs> that would be crazy. That would be crazy. That would be insane. Yeah, I'm, looking no, at but... I'm like, is this Keegan? I'm like, who is this? He bothered so, fu- so what's funny is I was at school with his dad, their dad, Kenny Murray. Yeah. So like, and when I played basketball in the field, I was against him all the time. Uh, he's a super great dude or whatever but when the twins came here to Iowa this is how bad fans are they were a little late on the scholarship deal didn't have a ton of offers and everybody not everybody a lot of people just berated coach McCaffrey like those aren't real recruits you're just giving them to me because their dad played here neither one of them is any good da, 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 da. now one was what number five pick in the NBA draft and the other yeah. kid's like <laughs> Tearing it up in the league. Tearing like, it up uh, in the in the in the big. T- well, he he's he, at least he, at least you guys are playing somebody. Unlike the other team we mentioned, Indiana, they're playing no one. Yeah, yeah, we uh, we played Seton Hall in the Big East already, so that was yep. a good start. That I think they call it the Gavit deals, where a lot of mm-hmm. the Big Ten teams play one team from the Big East, whatever. We got a uh, Clemson Clemson a tournament over Thanksgiving, right? Iowa plays Clemson down in uh, Florida yeah. somewhere. Mm-hmm. Then we go to the garden and play Duke. So the off season is loaded. Yeah, but I mean, mm-hmm. uh, Indiana doesn't play. Indiana doesn't play anybody until the thirtieth of November when they play North wow. Carolina. Other than that, they got a cakewalk. Yeah. Chicken, chickens. So I mean, it is what it is. Um, just so you know, it's. I think that it's really good to see. Uh, competitive college basketball in the Big Ten. I just think the Big Ten overall as a conference, football, basketball, shit, all the sports, um, it's just always just a dogfight. And like you said, Eric, Iowa and Illinois have always been one too. And um, I don't think this year's going to be any different. I think when you guys meet up with Indiana, when you guys meet up with um, Maryland, when you guys meet up with uh, 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 Minnesota, you know, Purdue, it's going to be 
it's not going to be easy games, but you guys, I expect you guys to win and, and vice versa when the, when the Illini play them. I think we should pull out a few of those too. So it should be fun. I'm just happy, like, and I know being older, but Ray, you too. Like when I grew up, Illinois was Iowa's rival. It was. In football and basketball, like that was it. Like that that was the rivalry. You remember like, remember the flying away. the flying Illini against the um, uh what was that kid's name y'all had? That uh he had, it was a guard that y'all had. He was fucking dope. He used to kill us. He killed us when he was a sophomore and a junior. I can't think of his name right now. Anyway, but yeah, that's what it was. You're right. I'm trying to think of how far you're going back, but I'm going to the flying Illini, the 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 you know, yeah. Kendall Gill, uh Marcus yeah. Liberty. Stephen Bardo, yeah. those those days. Yeah, yeah. I don't can't think that's that would be before. Uh, that was when I fell in love with Illinois basketball. That. I fell in love with Illinois basketball during those years. So that's yeah. It was. yeah. But when we talk to Kendall, you know that should be a good question to ask. Him. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um. But so, I mean, you know, we'll see how that goes. So, Eric, uh, Elise is going to probably, she's going to chime in, I'm guessing. But we're going to get into some nerdy baseball stuff because. Uh, Nerds! No, well, I mean, so, I mean, yesterday, uh, shout out to Ian uh, and, and and to uh, Justin. You know, they called it all year. Paul Goldschmidt was going to win the National League MVP. And he did. Um, that's yep. all. Congratulations to Paul Goldschmidt. Um, Goldie, yeah, Goldie, he he got it, he got it. Um, and expecting a gold glove and probably silver slugger, don't you think, Eric? Yeah, uh, yeah, that's foregone conclusion. I think. Yeah. So so then uh, the other thing is that everybody's all up in arms. White Sox Twitter's going crazy, Eric. You know, um, you called it. I would say two weeks ago that we won't see Engel. You was skeptical on Mendick, and then you said Ruiz is coming back. So yeah. explain to our listeners why you knew what was coming, um, and 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 where the White Sox are going from here. Yeah. So now uh, all the deadlines are passed, right? We got by the forty-man um, roster decision. So White right. Sox bring up uh, Jose Rodriguez and Brian Ramos. Easy calls. Both come up or whatever. So they're now on the forty man roster uh young gentlemen get pay raises and the way that works is now they got three years to make the big league club so they got three more years they can still go for they got a big club but yeah uh arbitration came it was pretty well written on the wall um adam engel's gonna be in his last year and the way the arbitration works is your last year is obviously the year you make the most money um you know so like paying a guy that Honestly, had a terrible year. Wasn't even a good defensive outfielder for the first time in probably his career. Paying him with no options on a one-year deal, you know, two and a half, three million, just didn't make any sense. Um, Mendick, I was worried about him making it. He probably would have been around a million dollars and only have. It only would have been Arb one. He would have had three years left. But you also have Romy Gonzalez on the forty-man roster. And how many forty-man rosters are you spots are you going to fill up with? these utility players that can play the middle of the infield right clog your 40-man roster with that and also too the thing the reason why i was a little even more skeptical was you gotta remember mendick got hurt in the middle of the season he never like, came back so like never he hasn't came back so is that a is that a full year is he not even available until after the all-star game next year or would it be like who knows what his availability would be for 
ready baseball. So them moving on from them didn't surprise me. Then, yeah, I mean, I know everybody's about the Jose Ruiz deal, but listen, you have to pay attention. Like, the man's only going to be making a million dollars in a reliever, and he's the eighth man in the pen, and he throws a hundred miles an hour. You don't, you can't buy that stuff on the street. Like, I know people are up and down against it, but he's if he's your worst option out of the pen, he's your number eight. You never, you never let him go with that depth. I mean, if you want to, in the middle of the season, if he's struggling, maybe you DFA him and maybe you cut him, that's fine. But for a million dollars, you're never letting go of that piece, that potential depth piece. You're just not. And, and especially if he remembers to roll his sleeve up and just go out there throwing. Yeah, you know, he like, had a great year. He had a great year, year in 21. You're right. Yeah. So I was just like, yeah, people forget that. He had a great year in 21. Like, for whatever yeah. reason, last year, and things uh, might have been going on. He's got three. Yep. He has got three years control, of, right? Three years control, yeah. And you've got to re- remember, too, like a reliever, man, like, what are you coming out? 30 games? 40 games? It don't take but one or two bad outings to blow up your whole season. Like, if you're right. looking at straight stat line. I mean, like, one bad inning can cost you an ERA deal, so. No, hey, I, I, I think you're right, and, uh, those paying attention we pretty much called the deadline i mean the transaction is pretty much right on the head yeah, so. you did you did um and uh we have five I mean, you asked me where we're going from here all right yeah white Sox got five spots open five spots open on the 40-man roster mm-hmm. so it's time to start filling them in um first and probably most important need we did hear some news sounds like crochet is going to stay in the pen i didn't hear so that news. crochet staying in the pen yeah they interviewed uh they interviewed Ethan Katz, and he said uh, probably better to start him off in the pin. Can't see him making that jump this soon off the surgery or off. Of so that means we're going to see so, uh, like, Davis Martin that next year, right? We're going to see Davis Martin. That? We're going to see Davis Martin in the think, in the five hole. I think they'll add. I think they'll add a starting pitcher. Okay. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna want to leave uh, Martin where he's at, and I also would guess. Um, which we also said. I think Jimmy Lambert goes back to being a starter. Okay, just for just for depth pieces. I'm not mad. I'm not mad about Lambert or Dave uh, Martin. So yeah. So I think they're gonna they're gonna be our swing guys. I think from Charlotte. You know, when people go okay. down, when people get hurt. There's a guy mm-hmm. come up and start start double headers and stuff like that. But the White Sox will add a starting pitcher, so that'll be one of the roster spots. They're gonna add a second baseman. So it sounds like they've had some talks with Segura. I think he makes all the sense in the world for the White Sox. Segura um, from uh, Atlanta. I mean, from Oakland. No, he ended up being from. Uh, he played for Phillies last year. Oh, right, 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 right. Okay. He was yeah. uh, their second baseman. Second. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. On Segura, so he was from Seattle originally, or whatever part of the. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking yeah, about yeah, Seattle. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So I think he makes a ton of sense in second base for the White Sox. Um, and then, so then, but now you need to add two outfielders too. Um, so hold on, you're saying two because you expected Eloy to be DH next year? I, I don't think he's gonna, I mean, I think he's gonna DH 60% of the time, 65% of the time. He's gonna okay. play some left field still. I mean, they're, they're not gonna just be like, sit down, young man, especially when he wants to play, right? But I mean, I think he's gonna at worst 50 50 split something, you know, or whatever. Smaller bar parts when he's at home in Chicago. Or if you're playing in a smaller bar park in the outfield, you'll we'll probably play some in left field. Um, probably more at home, just because you're used to the ground, used to the surroundings. There's no magical corners, tricks, walls where he can trip himself up on. But yeah, I think they're going to add two. I think they're going to make one 
multi-year commitment to somewhere. I mean, normally Rick Hahn doesn't ever take the one-year flyers, and he shouldn't. I mean, it's usually bad deals for GMs, but this could be the one year you could see a, a winker trade, maybe Duvall from Atlanta type deal to fill in for a one-year flyer type situation just to hold the spot over, see how Colos does down in the minors and give right. us an option there or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, and and before we get before we get off that, uh, can you tell people one more time why we won't see Oscar Cola next year? <laughs> yeah, he just they're not gonna they're not gonna roll that boat with no depth. The man's only had seven professional bats in Japan league and only seven, you know, seven games at uh seven games in Japan and seven games in Triple A. Like he just isn't gonna be ready. He's not going to be ready. Like, is he playing down in yeah. the uh, in the in the World Classic or wherever it's called, the Fall League? Or I hadn't seen his name Winter mentioned, and he, did, and he yeah. didn't go to the AZL. So like you know, like he did what they wanted to do last year, right. and you're going to come in, you know, or whatever. But if you think about it, why would you start a kid's clock, put him out in right field, and have him possibly struggle, or they don't know? Then what's the backup option? Don't have him. Right. That's not how you run a baseball team. You go sign a one-year flyer, you trade for Winker or somebody, Duvall, or get a one-year guy in there. Mm-hmm. And if that guy falls apart and Colas is killing it up, get rid of that guy and then bring him up. But you, you got to have a net there. And, like, he needs his bats. He's going to need 450, 500 bats. And the White Sox are going to be favored to win the Central. They're going to be in the deal. The last thing they're going to do is just try and air with a kid that they have no idea has never even seen Major League pitching. Like, you think he's ready to go against, you know, Justin Verlander and no. Wallace and all these guys or whatever? Like, he ain't seen that stuff. He ain't ready for any of that. Like, they're going to let him get his lumps in, and maybe we'll see him later midseason or something or whatever, get him a few attempts. But they won't be counting on him as his starting right fielder for sure. Okay. I got you. So, uh, winter media star win? Yeah, so the 12th, I think. And December 12th. Yeah, uh, I think it's what it is. It's the second week there in December. What's interesting, two things will be interesting. One will be the Rule 5 draft. I don't think it'll matter. I don't think the White Sox lose anybody. I don't think there's any surprises there. But for the first time ever, we'll have the draft lottery mm-hmm. in Major League Baseball. So, like, the White Sox will actually be in the lottery. Small chance they get pulled for the top six. But they'll have ping pong balls in the machines or however they're going to do it. Right. They'll have a chance. They'll have a chance. Yeah, that should be pretty cool. Yeah. Um. So... I mean, we'll see what happens with the Sox going forward. Elise, uh, you want to take a jab at your buddy, Justin, uh, who was in shambles later earlier this week. Did you see that? Oh, about, uh, what's his name? And, uh, Bogart? Yeah. <laughs> we tried to tell him, Eric. Remember we tried to tell him? It's, it's what, it's All what year Justin we tried to tell him. All year we tried to tell him. Every space we tried to tell him. It's 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 what Justin deserves. I mean, I got a good laugh when I saw that. Okay, I'm not gonna lie. I was literally crying in the space for about 45 minutes when he was out there crying his little tail off. Cause like y'all said, y'all tried to tell him and he ain't listen. So that was listen. a good laugh. It's what he deserves. Um, you know, he's he, he's a scumbag. So you know, any any suffering of his of his Red Sox is a beautiful thing. It's very beautiful. It it's is. What he, Actually, I, 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 there's part... a scenario, there's a scenario, there's a scenario for poor Justin where I can see Xander and Jose both on the north side. Oh, no. Oh, God. <laughs> Justin, oh, Justin, Justin would be hurt if that happened. Yeah. They both yeah, he... ended up on the north Justin side. Justin will lose his mind. Lose his mind. He, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, mind. Yeah, and if y'all don't know, that's our friend Justin from BGR. Uh, he's a, 
huge White Sox fan and even I guess a, Sadly, he's, thing, a Sox he's a Red Sox fan too for some whatever reason I guess he just loves socks um but you know yeah yeah, Vander, yeah so I think, I think he wears two or three pairs at a time every day you, you ask him socks. he's he's bisexual so you right know. and I and I think that he had a little too much fun with socks back in his teenage years but anyway yeah, yeah. um yeah. anyway <laughs> but anyway um the uh <laughs> uh I, I just can't wait for you know this uh, winter meetings to come along. Last two two years with two years ago the winter meetings was crazy. Was it two years ago when we went stupid down? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you never know, you never know. Yeah. But we you know we don't have that much money and everything like that this time around. But um, I just want those guys. There's to enough get there, and they're gonna make some trades. Like it's gonna be fun. And I do think the one thing you'll see this year, just as a prediction overall, is the winter meetings in December will be hotter than it has been in the past. You saw all the injuries last year mm-hmm. and all the stuff around all of Major League Baseball. I think these guys are going to want these guys in camps sooner rather than later with their trainers sooner rather than later. Whatever they think that magic formula is to keep them healthier, whatever. You know, there's so many. There's not a true written. Right now, being a sports trainer, if you can solve the Major League Baseball injury, well, like you could be a hero. So like everybody's got their own little plan. So I think you're going to see more action this year like you did a couple years and I, I it was good to see it was good to see a video of ta back working out getting himself back together um yes. you tried to tell people there was no <laughs> shot on him with getting moved he definitely was getting his uh his yeah. money and he better uh, be getting his money no he got people it. can take people can go ahead and take lucas and take Liam out of their mouth either too they ain't going anywhere like no. I, I, I get i get they think it's fun but they ain't moving they ain't moving. No, it, no. it makes no sense to move either one of them. No, no. I mean, and and you know, uh, so we'll we'll see what happens. It's just it's mm-hmm. a lot that's going to happen in the off season, and I'm just it's going to be fun to talk about as we keep going. Um, what else is fun to talk about is For Justin sure. freaking Fields playing football for the Chicago well, Bears. The, hold on, hold on. Before okay. we get to that, because I want to hit that last. I just have to say this. What are the Bulls doing? Why have oh, they lost? I, I, I did not. That was not on our schedule, at least. And I don't want to talk about them because they make I me don't sad. Care. This has to be addressed. This has to be addressed because this is a big topic. I and don't I know. I don't know why <laughs> just, people think that it was okay for Billy Donovan to bench Zach Levine five minutes left in the game on Friday. Well, that he was, was one for 14. I, I don't I don't care about that. Everyone has bad shooting nights. You he don't was bench one for fourteen. And I don't care. And it was Except getting nothing else. It don't matter. They don't bench him. You don't bench an all star max caliber player. You don't do it. I mean, you I don't. Get, I you get just it. don't and do I, that. I wasn't too happy about it myself. Because you're gonna um, lose. You're gonna lose the rock locker room doing that kind of crap. You you cannot do that. I I get it. He's I think that. I think that's a. That's a. What I love about this, and and I know Ray, like, that's the generational gap difference, right? Like between the least and you and I, because what yeah. that what, what benching that player does, that sends a message to quit being lazy and settle for those goddamn jump shots all the goddamn day. Like if you're one for fourteen, figure out a way to get you to get to the foul line, figure out a way to get to the paint. That and sends a message to your star to me. But that's I what I was going to say. And a lot of the other younger people talking about the same thing about losing locker room. Like I think I think that's just a generational gap thing there. And then, you know, yeah. having Zach say the things that he said wasn't too promising. But 
Um, I mean, I, I think that him and Billy can. I think him and Billy can have a conversation about it. I don't know what the fuck is going on with the Bulls. I did not put them on the schedule because I don't want to talk about their ass. But they're they're sucking. You had to. Sorry. They're sucking, the and I don't understand. Sports. I, don't I, just, I get it. Please I, sneak attack. Sneak attack. Sneak attack. Me, yeah. Attack me, yeah. yeah. And I, because I didn't want my seats here, and I don't even have the Bulls on because, my agenda. Yeah. Because I did not want to have to bring him up at the end after talking about Justin Fields. That's a one positive. Right okay. Now. All right. Good. I don't want to. I don't want to. I would be remiss if I don't say that I am absolutely appalled at what the performances they've been putting out on that basketball court. Yeah, the the yeah, only yeah. thing that I love, the only thing that I love is seeing Javante Green come off that fucking bench and put a spark into their ass. I was and see, happy to, and that was another issue I had Friday. Why, why did, would you why did not take play him in the first half? Right. Yeah. And only play in the second. And, that and we know, you sense. know exactly what he is for the team. He's exactly. a fucking uh, energizer. So why buddy. wasn't he playing the first half either? And this then, is why I'm like, you're going to bench Zach and then not play Javante the first half. Bro, I need answers, and, dog. And then and then the other thing that pissed me off was we saw we saw Kobe White. I, I know he just came back from injury. I get it. But we right. saw him like four minutes. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's what I'm saying. Like, like why, why are you not? I mean, he's a shooter. And then... And then, and I and I hate this, and I'm just gonna just say it since we're talking about it, because I'm fucking, I'm tired. This this <laughs> this fucking offense where everybody runs down round court and just go stands in corners pisses me the fuck off. Like I get it, you're trying to keep the floor spaced and so on and so forth. I hate it though. Like run some motion, run some triangle, run something to where people are moving without the basketball. Because guess what, the other teams that come in here, they play us by moving the basketball and they're whooping our ass. And we're just, just going running out to the corner and standing there until DeRozan decides to dribble into the lane, pull up for a J or kick it out. Or Booch finally gets it in the post and then he, he makes a decision what he's going to do or if Zach gets it on the wing or at the top of the key, he makes a move. Everybody else just standing around until those three take a decision with the fucking basketball. It's fucking stupid. Alright, rent over. Shit. <laughs> you get right. I had to add them in. I'm sorry. They're part of Chicago sports. I had to add them in. They are. They're six. I just and, had to bring that six up. And nine? Before we got to the positives. What are they? Six and nine right now? Six and ten? Some bullshit like that. Six and six and ten? Something like that. I don't even know. I think they play tonight too, but I ain't invested in that. I'll be I'm watching, watching the Illinois game. East versus Chargers, because and I'll be watching Mahomes, Illinois basketball. Mahomes versus Herbert is my like favorite thing to watch. Oh, so that's tonight. This, that's the night game. Yeah. Okay. That's I'm a Sunday that. night game. I'm watching. I could I could have put on my Herbert jersey, but I ain't gonna do that. That's that's gonna be a good one. Mahomes <laughs> versus Herbert. My, my best friend. And, and Herbert has been kind of been down this year. He's been up and down this year. Yeah. My best yeah. friend. He's not only a Notre Dame fan, but he's an Oregon fan too. So I watched Justin Herbert's entire college career. At Oregon, so what were you saying, Eric? It looks yeah, like the Bulls ahead. don't play tonight. No, I was just gonna say that Kurt, you know, Herbert's been banged up, and uh, you know, Williams and Allen have taken uh seven snaps on the field together oh. this year, and they're That's both it? gonna be back tonight. They've only played seven snaps together, and they're both something they're both gonna be back tonight. Okay, good. Oh, and, Allen be- and, uh, and Mike Williams will be back. So, and last week was the first wow. time watching Herbert. For those guys that have been watching, remember when he got smacked in the rib cage, like really yeah. bad? I think it was like week one or whatever. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, we wanted yeah. to. Yeah, that's when they the played the Chargers or the Chiefs. I mean, yeah. yeah, the last time, last time, last week was the first time we saw him start to become mobile again. He started to run some more, started to get out. So I think he's feeling mm-hmm. a little healthy. So 
I think the Chiefs might get all they can ask for tonight. They might get all they can ask for. Where's that game at? It's uh, it's in LA. It's in LA. But I think I think for that game, just real quick, uh, they still don't have Rashawn Slater back. They miss Slater. That's been apparent all season. Jamari Sly, uh, Slayer, their rookie, he's been decent, but he he ain't Rashawn Slater. Tell you that. They've definitely missed him, and he's out the season. So if they could get him back some sort, if, like, they make the playoffs and they could somehow get him back, then I think the Chargers can be a threat. But they really miss Slater, and they need him back. You know who else, you know who else has a really good fucking rookie class gets on the field right now? Think about it. Yeah, that's the right Jets? there. No, what? Fuck the Jets. No. <laughs> no, no, no. Come on. It's right there on your tip of your tongue. Say it. Say it. Say it. I think they got like five rookies. Yes! There you go. The Chicago freaking Bears, man. Look, look, dog. Some rookies I'm just not impressed with. We'll get into that later. But oh. yeah, they got a good, they got a good class. Me? I mean, yeah, you got five Gordon starters out there. Come on. Uh, you got five rookie starters out there. I mean, we kind of, kind of had no choice. But <laughs> anyway, he's still um, balling. Yeah, uh, Brisker and Gordon have re- been really, really, really good. Um, I like them. Uh, Trent Gill's been actually quietly impressive. Oh, that's six stars. Um, I'm sorry. No, yeah. five. Jackson. Uh, yeah. Sanborn. Oh, well, he just now started, but yeah. Jack's okay. Jack Sanborn, <laughs> my king. Okay. I need I need about 15 tackles. Another uh three sacks. Uh can we get can we get an INT that actually counts this time? The rest really stepped in and took away an INT for my guy, and I was really about to punch the screen. I was yeah. so heated. I yeah, said, you should have saw us at the you should have uh, saw us at the, I, at the I, game. I, I, I about punched I thought I thought I thought stuff was oh. gonna get thrown on the field after that that got called back. Bro, it was, it was they crazy. They took away my things first INT of his NFL career. Bro, I was too dumb. You should have saw dumb. like how everybody was looking at the at the two screens. Like the whole stadium said, "Fuck the field." Where's the replay? Where's the replay of this freaking hold that stopped this or whatever it was? Was that the hands to the face? No, Bro, that wasn't the I, was it the hands to the face one that did it. Was that the penalty? Yeah, it was a hands to the face okay. by uh, Jayla Johnson. Okay, all right. So, so yeah, you should have saw it. And they never, they never played the replay in the stadium. We were like, "What the fuck? What was that?" Of course not. It wasn't a hands to the face. Yeah. It was not a hands. Oh man, we're I was all so just staring scared. at the screens like, "Where is this replay?" At? Uh, if they, bro, if he gets an interception today, they better not take it away or I'm punching the screen. I promise you, I am. <laughs> well, be careful, oh, or, or, or wrap your, you. or wrap it's your going. knuckles before you. Play the game before the game comes on. <laughs> um, I will. Yeah. So Eric, uh, you've been seeing. I know vicariously through us, you've been watching Bears games. Um, yeah. At, at, how do you feel about Justin for the last month with how his game? Yeah, has changed I mean. And... Go ahead. Watch what you say, because if you slander my king, you're done. <laughs> no, I mean, like, obviously, I mean, it's no secret, right? Like, I gambled for a living for a long time, and I still do, you know, or whatever. So evaluating players, evaluating teams, putting stuff or whatever. Like, he went from probably, not probably, was, if you're doing power ranking stuff, at least in the gamblers, we were the bottom five quarterback. Week one, two, and three looked absolutely, you know, no good to he's for sure in the top 10 now. You know, he's actually somebody that's moving the needle when you're talking about point spreads and lines and people you got to play against. Like, 
he's very quickly moving into the same way you would handicap Lamar Jackson. Like, well, how, what has this defense done against Lamar Jackson? That's the kind of similarities you're playing because with the quarterback draws and the design run plays and the way they're stretching the field from sideline to sideline, I mean, his escapability, you know, in the puck, whatever. And by the way, just so you guys know, Dan owes me an apology because remember when we were on Spaces way back when and you asked me about Justin Fields, I'm like, the one thing that people don't understand about him is how athletic he is. And he was like, I hate when people say that he's a pocket passer. He is. But guess what? He's also super athletic. Like, there's I mean, no doubt about it's, it. I mean, it's dumb. It's, it is. It's the truth. Yeah. The truth. And so, so him being able to spend the plays, like, he's taking defenses now. Um, what's Belichick was stubborn on Monday Night Football. He kept trying to play man defense against him where the cornerbacks turn their back and can't even see what he's doing. And he absolutely tortured them. Like, mm-hmm. they're having the game plan for Justin Fields. And if he would have told me that after week two or three, that teams were actually going to have to game plan against Justin Fields, I would have said, I didn't see it. But man, he's been a pure star the last few weeks. But you can't even send a spy now, though. Because, like, even when you try to send a spy, it's like, you don't know what he's going to do. Like, no, he's either gonna he, the spy can't catch him. The spy can't catch him. It don't matter. Right. The spy can't catch him. The spy is getting taken out the play already. Exactly. So, like, so what's going to be interesting now is, right, you're going to see a lot of zone. You're going to you're gonna have to because you're going to have to keep so many players' eyes on Justin Field in the background. They're not going to be able to play a lot of man against Justin. So they're going to have, they're not going to be able to have, like I said, a Lamar Jackson treatment. Like they're going to, you know, try to keep everybody looking in the backfield at all times. Make sure we'll see what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I think that, um, I think that uh, his athleticism is not a secret uh, anymore, but um, they've unlocked his athleticism to marry to the scheme. And I think that's where the, that. Yeah, uh, I watched it. That uh, mini buy, the mini buy was when they just kind of just said, you know what, let's go back to the drawing board a little bit and look at what we've done well in the passing game, but let's see what we can do different with 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 Justin and his athleticism. Because uh, I think before that, before the mini great... buy, huh? You think oh, what? What? No, what well, I was saying before the mini buy, I think he had broke like a thirty yard run on a scramble, thirty or forty yard run on a scramble against. Um, the commanders I want to say it was and, they, and they, everybody's everybody's head was like what the fuck was that like it was like whoa <laughs> you know what I mean so it's like you know he yeah. almost won that game by himself too you know like yeah. so there was a lot of games this year where he played well and the team was right there it just had some some bad bad luck you know drop balls bad calls so on and so forth but you know at the end of the day um, his progression has been great he's averaged um, 100 yards in the last three games and he would be the first quarterback in history to go if he goes for 100 yards today first one to go three games back to back to back over 100 yards which is crazy I don't think he will today I don't think he will either I think uh, he's going to the ball way, a whole the way lot he more was today. talking this week the way he was talking this week I don't think they run him like that this week um, I think they'll <clears throat> rely on Monty and uh Justin Edner, maybe even Valus a little bit more than than they, they even do. Brought yeah. up, they, then, they even brought up Evans today. Yeah, and, Evans as well. So and and uh, and they didn't they didn't they didn't scratch him either. He's actually on the active roster. For yeah. The so so yeah, they. I think he doesn't run as much today. Um, just so you know, keep his legs you know a little fresh because they were a little heavy after the game Sunday. So I don't think he runs that much today. 
um, you might see him, you know, a couple plays here or there if he has to scramble or something. But you know, he's not going to be like running like that. So. Well, let me what just say. Go ahead. I, I was going to say, like, I listened to one of our one of our Bears fans on our Twitter, like, shared a shared another podcast. Let me so I say it right. It was the Sick Podcast with Adam Rank. I don't know. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I, I shared yeah, it yeah. this morning. I watched it this yeah, morning. I loved yeah, it. I, Him and, and Tim was talking. That, that, yeah, that little clip that he, they had talked about, like, how maybe even the Bears coaching staff didn't know how athletic Justin Fields was. And he goes, and let me explain to you why. Because he's like, in practice, you can't when hit he breaks him. the run, they just blow it dead. Because, you know, in football, you can't hit them. If it's anything close, they just blow it dead. They won't let you, like, break a tackle, won't let you make a right. They don't want to get hurt, right? They just blow it you dead. You got that red shirt on, you and can't touch it. all of a sudden, him. they started seeing what they're seeing on the field, and they're like, Right, you can't even touch him. They don't even want you yeah. anywhere near him. They don't want him out there juking either and blowing out a knee, right? So right, like, right. Nothing, just blow it dead and get back in the huddle. So, like, he's like, I think that maybe Justin's even surprised the coaching staff when he got in real life play, like something they hadn't seen. Yeah, I don't, I don't miss Tim Jennings. Uh, shout yeah. out to Tim, uh, as you were, I don't, shout out to Tim Jenkins uh, from um, uh, Jenkins Elite Quarterback right. School out in Colorado. Um, shout out to him. Uh, I don't miss an episode of his breakdowns every week. Or when he's on six seventy to score, or whatever, whatever he's on, I'm watching him and and JT O'Sullivan with the quarterback school, or Baldy, Brian Balding. I, I watched all those because I get smarter watching those those guys talk talk football. Even Kurt, Kurt Warner, he hasn't done justice in a couple of weeks, but um, at least he interacts with fans if you if you reach out to him on Twitter. So uh, shout out to Kurt Warner too. But um, yeah, they 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 would. I, I watched that this first thing this morning, Eric. I watched the Sick podcast with them, and I was like. You're absolutely right. I didn't think of it that way. And you're right. Thank yeah, you for I didn't think about it. I mean, because yeah. you're right. I mean, he's out there on the field, and, like, the first couple games, they wasn't um, – they, and then how he broke down how they would have the mirror concepts, and it wasn't good for Justin at that point in time because he wasn't able to read defense as he was trying to process his new scheme. So they when they, when they, mm-hmm. when they made it a shorter field and a, a, a one-two-three progression – he got better week after week after week. And he said last week we started to see the, the scheme from the first two weeks started to come back into the game against the Lions. And as he said, he's probably going to see it more this week. So I think that just, just his progression as a quarterback. And then, you know, uh, at least did you hear somebody, a couple people, but well, one in particular, a former football player, a former, former Eagles running back, slander your king this week? Did you hear that? Yeah, yeah, and I had to clap on his freaking neck. Um, yeah, LaShawn, uh, Shady, Dusty McCoy, as I call him. Yeah, Shady, he earned his, he earned uh, his name. Has no idea what he's talking about. Okay, um, he gonna say, uh, people don't want to play with Justin Fields. Uh, and, uh, of course, Monty had to shut that down, King. Uh, I'm sitting here like, um, what did he just say? Yeah. He said, what, uh, let me tell you what he said. He said, and I quote, uh, he can't throw the football. Yeah. yeah uh, Unquote. Wrong. He, uh, he threw more quote. passing yards than he did rushing yards last week, just by the way. Uh, and he threw. Three touchdowns. He threw three touchdowns. Uh, stop it. Um, like, let's, 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 let's chill on that. Um, and, and. To see Emmanuel Acho, or not, yeah, Emmanuel Acho's face that whole time, I was dying because he's sitting here like, you're, you're really that, you're really gonna ride with this, you're really, and it's crazy because well, he threw two last year, ran for two. I'm sorry, I just wanted to clarify. That came out. What? 
I'll say I want to clarify. He ran for two and threw for two last yeah, week, not three. Yeah, he ran for two and threw for two last week. But the Miami game, he threw for three and ran right. for one. There you go. That's what I was thinking about. Um, but yeah, there's the and now people dug up this video from last year after the Pittsburgh game about Lashawn McCoy talking about you know what he saw from Justin Fields and it was how, how remarks. much this tone and everything. And I'm sitting here like he's doing this. He's doing this for attention. He's doing this for attention. He's doing this for views. He knows it's going to get people talking. He knows it's going to get people riled up. And and he just looks foolish by the day. He really just needs to shut his mouth. Yeah. Like, because he, he sounds foolish. He really does. Yeah, you know, he's not watching this film. He's not watching. TV. Like, I'm like, that, that, that literally every statement you said proves to me you do not watch the games. Yeah, but one person don't. that does watch Lee, and he admitted that he he used to not, but in the last month he's watched every game, is Colin Cowherd. And I, I'm shocked yeah. I agree with him with some of his takes because I never do. But that was right. kind of wild. Yeah, me too. Right. Yeah, and if you ever want to figure out, if you ever want to figure out how much a player is valued or not valued, start following the gamblers. Right. Yep. Because Colin exactly. Cowherd, Shady McCoy, these guys are saying, get Bayless all this deal. That gets you stuff for quits. They, right. they ain't playing right. for you. You start following the gamblers and showing what they start talking about Justin Fields and how they're handicapping him, they think he's for real. And I think big, big picture here, the big question that was answered, and I know you guys didn't doubt, but I'm going to tell you there was doubt. Like, there was doubt. Was he the you guy? You have a quarterback now for like, you know, three, the next- three, 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 three years after this. After this season, you got three more years, and you got a guy that you can count on that can give you a solid playoff run, you know, maybe even something different. He can be a guy that can lead this team for three years. And there was doubt whether or not you're going to have to go get a quarterback or do something. But I think you can put that to rest. And I think you got a guy that you can count on for the next three years to go ahead and leave the Bears. And with the way the division is shaping up, I mean, they can get to the top of the division the next year or two for sure. Oh, absolutely. Green Bay is falling apart. You know, Minnesota mm-hmm. Cousins is down up there. And they're older, ticking time on him anyway. Like, there's definitely a chance that they can make a good move up. But I think he's answered the question of who the Bears quarterback is for the next three years. And I, and I, I get the doubt. Like, they're, they're like, I understood what, it, like, why people were doubting it and everything based off how he played, uh, you know, last season and the first few weeks of the season. There's, you could always have doubt, you know, no problem about that. But, like, when you get egregious with it, it's, like, when it's, like, whoa, okay, like, chill a little bit, you know. Let, yeah. let it kind of play out and see what happens. But – you can always have doubt and always have concern. That that's fair. That's part of the game. You know, criticism happens, but I um, I think the ba- the biggest thing too, one of the things you judge right away is he's absolutely destroying the red zone right now. Yeah, the Bears touchdown percentage inside the red zone has been unbelievable. The last four weeks you, they're over eighty seven percent, and that's where you know, and like you know, in the gamble world and the stuff, that's where that's a lot of that's on the quarterback. A lot of that's changing plays or making plays or making tight throws. A lot of times in the red zone, it's not as easy as it is from the outside. But they've been—he's been fantastic in the red zone. And it's all yep. about—it's all about uh, um, his his uh, his partner, his, his his number one guy in the red zone, Cole Komet. He's had five touchdowns in the last uh, two weeks. What yep. I say, people? What did I say, people? <laughs> I'm on all y'all next again. Okay, yeah. so funny, funny how the three players that everyone's talking about now are the three players I said you will get blocked if you slander them on my timeline at the beginning of the season. Funny yeah. how all three of them are getting national attention. They're Crazy how that works. 
They're all balling. Crazy how that works. I mean, I called that. And and, and to see Jack Sanborn get national t- attention makes me cry on a daily basis. It really does. <laughs> yeah. Because and I, you know what was funny? I literally called that. What was funny, at least when we was at the tailgate, uh, Justin and I were just standing there. We were talking, blah, 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 blah. blah. We look up. And we're like, holy shit, Elisa's not the only one with a Jack Sanborn jersey. And then when you get to the stadium, it's Jack Sanborn jerseys everywhere. It was pretty cool. Yeah. He's he's like, well, really, I mean, people have been really embraced him because he's a hard nosed kid. He's from Wisconsin. Yeah. Uh, I say he's from, from the area. There's got to yeah. be. Yeah, yes. I mean, he I went know, to Lake Church. Right. Like, he's yeah. from the area, all that good stuff. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. yeah. You know, so that's, a, that's, that's pretty dope. So it's a good story. Uh, and, and Cole commit, you know, balling his ass off. Today we yeah. see our first Chase Claypool touchdown catch today. Hopefully, I, I need the I need the offensive line to hold up. That's that's what I need them to do. Like, yeah. please, just for like, I mean, because when they did against the small punches they did against Detroit, plays were made. So they played they played good actually. And 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 you know what? And shout out to Kevin. Kevin has a good eye for football. When we were sitting out there, he's calling mm-hmm. things. And, and and they're happening, and he's looking at the he's looking at the offensive line, saying they're 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 blocking today. They're blocking today. He kept saying that, and uh, and I was looking at Sanborn because I was just interested to see how he played the linebacker. One thing about that kid, he's never out of position, and I guess I guess that's just that linebacker usually university. Oh yeah, he's always near the ball too. He yeah. always he's always near the ball. He be looking for that ball. Like the way Literally. Iowa the way Crazy. Iowa sh- like gives us freaking line linemen, offensive linemen. Oh, Wisconsin, Wisconsin gives us linebackers. linebackers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do. It just happens. Yeah, it's so, crazy. I mean, and, it is and, crazy. And I just think that you know today we're going to see a, a, a good game against Atlanta, uh, down in Atlanta, um, on a fast track, which is <laughs> we got fast. Team. For Justin. We got a fast. What's in, yeah. What's interesting about today is you're going to see a very similar scheme on both sides of the ball. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Marcus Mariota does a lot of running, does a lot of the same sweeps, a lot of the same rollouts, a lot of the same mm-hmm. things. Maybe so that like, helps the defense. <laughs> so like, you know, like it's going to help the Bears defense because they've seen some of this. But it's also yeah. going to be interesting to see how Justin Fields does because Atlanta's seen this in practice all year long too. So like, what he had, a little bit, he, but he sees it to them though. He sees it to yeah, them though. With the defense. So, 100%. so it, it so should it's be, be a it, game. Homecoming for Justin too though. Uh, you know, so you know he's back home in his home state of Georgia. So, um, hey, can I just know. say that the fact that there's a Chick Fil A inside of that stadium and it's not open oh, Sunday, bro, I know. The thing ever. Wait. I know. That's the <laughs> most beautiful thing in the world. I need to go there and get my dang Chick Fil A. I actually was in Atlanta. You, you can't. You can't get Chick Fil A on Sundays. Not even at the time on Sundays. Even though yeah. it's inside the stadium, they're not open. Which on is Sunday. crazy. Like it's, it's not crazy. <laughs> it's, it's, crazy. it's the like, Christian right? thing to do. <laughs> yeah. yeah, which is crazy because I'm like, why even have a Chick Fil A in there then anyway? Because yeah. you know, I they're mean, I guess no we money. Have a, I promise I guess you that. The college games there. No, they're not missing no games. fucking money. You can get you. Yeah, they got. They have a lot in there. They have a lot in there. They do. They do big high school games in there and stuff. Yeah, too. they, they do high school. They, they, like Ray said, they ain't missing money. Same they ain't. Yeah. Hey, Eric. So they it's got the Falcons at uh, two and a half. Yeah. That's yeah. So that's. That's just so that's a big team. move. So like if you uh, if you looked earlier, it was like three points, three points even very 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 early. Atlanta was three and a half. 
So oh, when you see okay. the line come off a key number, like key numbers in football obviously are seven and three, right? And that's mm-hmm. how you score, field goals and right. touchdowns. So when you see numbers come off a key numbers, that tells you there's some smart money on Chicago today. So. Yeah, and then um, uh, they had Mariota over under, uh, I think it was 39 and a half rushing yards today. Yeah, I would, I would, with the Bears defense, I mean, I don't want to like upset our fan base, but I would go no, no. over on everything. You would take the over? I, I, I took yeah, the over. Of course. I, was I took the over too. I actually took the, I actually, I actually took the under on Justin at 70 and a half rushing today. Yeah, yeah, yeah me too. Like I said, I don't think he'll, he'll I run think him. that's a combination of things. I, I agree with Elise. I don't think they're going to look to run him as much. And also, mm-hmm. too, I think the fact that they've been chasing Mariota all year long, even though I'm not saying, you know, but similar styles, mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. that'll hurt. That'll, that'll, yeah. They'll be, yeah. They'll be used to handling that more than some have seen it. We yeah. Seen it. yeah, that's true. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, I think so, they I mean, will try to preserve his legs this week. Yeah, I think he's going to actually throw the ball a lot more today than. Uh, yep. So then yeah. that gives you another. So now you keep going with that, right? This is how you gamble. So like right now we're we're, we're talking about the game plan. Okay, we know Fields isn't going to run as often, so maybe I can bet over on like Montgomery rushing. I we did. Know he's probably going to maybe he's, he's probably. Well, no, I didn't. I didn't bet Montgomery over. over. I did bet Montgomery over. He was at seventy and a half rushing, I believe. Yeah, you didn't bet him over, but yeah. So maybe you. Can no, I bet Cole receiver. commit. Yeah, you can sway a wide receiver, a tight end. 29.5 for Cole Commit. He's yeah, going to run over. as much, you know, or whatever. So, like, all that stuff kind of plays within itself a little bit there. So, once mm-hmm. you make up a game plan of how it's going to play out, there's your, you know, that's how that's how you can follow through. Yeah. But, Ray, Ray I, I might take the over on Montgomery, and here's why. Jenkins is back. TJ's back. So, he's playing today. So, I got you, uh, but, I mean, 70 and a half is a lot. And he's like our best run blocker. So I haven't seen him. I haven't blocker. seen him get a hundred yards rushing since game two of the year. So I don't know. I just can't. I, I'm not saying over a hundred. I think no, he no, it's 70. over seventy and a half. Yeah, I think he could get seventy-five. Well, the bet's in already. Um, I did go Mooney over fifty yards today. So uh, I put it in the chat so everybody could help me, but nobody did. So I just had to do it. Yeah, oh, that's what those pictures were. I, yeah, I it was, was. It was. It was the, the game parlay for the day. I know oh, that's another thing too. Play, you gotta understand. Gotta Justin's what? legs. Justin's legs. is helping Mooney and yep. helping Clement and yep. helping mm-hmm. because safeties have got to pay attention. In mm-hmm. corners, we've got to pay attention to what's going on in the backfield a little bit. Yep. There's no more. You can't turn your back and you can't just. No, you now can't it's one on one. You're one on one out there for the most part. Or at least you're, you know, in a zone wide open. Like all and what he's, he's done now is he's he's opened the field for everybody. And right he's now, and he's, and he's 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 going through his progressions. We watched him on on uh against the Lions, and we were just in the stadium looking at him like, holy crap! He went one, two, three, four. Like we saw yep. him. Oh, yep. there he is! Whoop! A rocket yep. to Mooney, and it was yep. like holy shit! And he does that more now than he has. The whole time he's been in the NFL. So he understands the scheme. It's week 10. Is it week 10 or 11? 10. And uh 11. It's week 11? Oh shit. Oh shit. Yeah. This is 11. Oh yeah. uh what's his name came back to the Browns today, huh? Hey, oh uh, no, he can't play. He can practice. practice. Right. Oh. He will be back week 13 against Texans of all teams. Ha oh, ha ha wow. ha. They not like they didn't plan that on purpose. Yeah, like they didn't plan that on purpose. Way to go. Way to drum up the drama. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta drum up the drama. Yeah. Drum it up. 
Yeah, this, one, this was fun, guys. Uh, we got Bears football in about 13 minutes. Uh, we got some shit talking to do in the space and shit talking to do in the chat room. And shout out to the scumbags and um, shout out to my kids who are wonderful. Um, shout out to my wife. She's amazing. Uh, my mother, uh, my sisters. Man, it's just been a lot um, of good. A lot of good has been happening in my life. So shout out to you two for making time today. It's been kind of, we've been kind of, you know, this this winter time has kind of been, you know, we've been kind of, you know, topsy-turvy with our timing. But we're going to just try to maintain our Sunday morning recording time because that seems like the best day for us. So um, everybody just bear with us. If you want our followers, want our listeners, um, you know, we're going to keep on going. Juice joint is gonna stay open. Um, Eric, you got any last words? Yeah, man. I just it was fun. It's good to get back after it. Looking forward to you know I'm gonna watch a little bit of the Bears game today. And I think again, I think uh, I think I'm with the least uh, Ray. I think I do like Montgomery over. If you guys both feel that Justin won't have as many designed runs today, so you said I think they're, they're Montgomery have to. seventy over because I I didn't have it. I done think so. Mind. I think I like it. If if, 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 you, if you guys don't think they're gonna design run. Uh, fields as much today. They're gonna have to run it. They're gonna have to run it. So I think I I'm gonna done. Uh, I log off, and I think I'm gonna play that right now. I think. Hey, it's uh actually it's 68 and a half. It went down. Yeah, uh, I like it. I like it. I think I like it. I think they'll feed him today. It sounds like from what you guys are telling me about and, Fields. And um, and I haven't placed my MGM bet, so I might do it on MGM. So there you go. There you go. There you go. Uh, at least you got any last words. Uh, yeah, I got a couple. Uh, it looks like they're gonna rotate Schofield and Jacobs today. Just had to add that in there. That makes um, sense. Which makes sense because Jenkins only practiced on Friday, so I wouldn't be mad at that. Plus, Schofield has looked decent when he's been out there, so I'm mm-hmm. not mad at that. Um, shout outs, uh, my family, you guys, uh, the scumbags. Um, Let's see the Bears. You know, hopefully yeah, they do win that. Today. There you go. Yeah, we haven't done that in a lot. We haven't done that in a while. Hopefully, the, hopefully they win today. The um, shout out to Justin Fields, Jack Sanborn, my two kings. Um, shout out to uh, the Bulls. Maybe that'll bring you some luck. Hey, you got a game tomorrow. Please, please look confident. Please, please, yeah, please look confident. Okay. Please look like an NBA fucking level. <laughs> um. And then uh, I'll shout out my giraffe, Justin. Um, <laughs> a damn giraffe. A damn giraffe. Yeah. And then uh, um, just shout out to everyone, all our listeners, all yeah. our followers, all the people who support us. Thank you. We appreciate you. You guys are the reasons we do what we do. So I appreciate every single one of you. And then, uh, you know, let's enjoy some football. You let's know? do it. Let's do it. Tell your mom. I hope she feels better. And uh, um, yeah, mom's doing great now. Mom's oh, she's doing good now. Great. Okay. Yeah, mom's doing Tell her good. I asked about her and and uh, I will. You know, I will. Give her an extra little hug for me. I will. Um, you guys, bear down. Uh, enjoy your Sunday. We, you know, we'll be talking all day, any damn way. But um, we'll talk to you guys later. And um, that's later, it. Guys. Last call was like hey. ten minutes ago. And um, let's turn the lights off in this bitch. We out. Yeah, have a good, happy Thanksgiving week to everybody too.